Visceralist Podcast, episode 124. This is it. This is what you're listening to currently. Should have said that part first. Uh, Visceralist at gmail.com. Twitter. Instagram. Uh, Instagram doing doing well. Uh, Patreon as well. Episode 124. It's a multiple of four. Oh, okay, okay. Four sides to a square. Square space. <laughs> I got, I got nothing. I'm reaching. Usually, I can improv my way into something interesting. I, that was going pretty smooth for a minute. It was. I, I didn't mind it. It was. Definitely should have had. So let's get right into our first segment, uh, Trifling in NYC. Actually, I do want to I want to promote uh, a new podcast, not a new podcast, podcast is new to me that I started listening to. It's a Simpsons review, uh, Simpsons episode review podcast. It's called Two Bad Neighbors. Um, I've, I've been listening to it, kind of binging it over the past week or so. And it's it's interesting. They do some pretty good analysis of the overall Simpsons world, huh. um, and it's it's funny. I find it funny because they really get off topic, like real like real bad in some episodes. Like some episodes might be an hour or twenty minutes long, and they might talk about the ep- the Simpsons episode for about twenty minutes of it. Oh wow! They, there's these two guys from uh, Alberta, Canada. And they uh, they just go off on these tangents that are pretty funny, uh, but man, it's just I, I don't know. I, I usually don't like that, but and they they are how are they choosing which episodes they started like at the beginning or yep yep okay. they're going in order. Um, so yeah have, have you been were you a big simpsons no let no let's not do that okay two bad neighbors <laughs> podcast let's get right into our main segment trifling in N- that's pretty good trifling in nyc i uh, i understand you had something uh a mishap at a target it's the local it's a chain of uh department stores it's very well known <laughs> Thank Go you ahead. for for explaining what Target is to everyone. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, Probably didn't need to. <laughs> Go ahead. So, I like to do um, the the pickup orders, like the order ahead, and then go mm-hmm. pick it up from Target. Because you know various things. I've done the delivery before, but that ended up taking much longer than it needed to. And sometimes just shopping in store, it's like a little annoying. So. I like to do the, the pickup, like the, the order ahead and pickup. So right. I did that um, probably like two weeks ago. I think it, I think it was the f- – let me see. Okay, yeah, 14th according to my order history, target order history. So I go pick up my stuff, whatever. I'm sort of like in my own world, and I see this sign at the register, and it mentions something about – MLB, NBA, just sports playing cards. We are limiting people, and I think even Pokemon cards, limiting people to two packs per person, blah, blah, blah. I was looking at that. I said, hmm, that's interesting. And so then I'm talking to the cashier as I'm paying my order. And I said, 
I said, what's up with this? Like, people are really into these cards now like this? And she's like, you have no idea. Like, our staff has gotten into, like, fights with people about these cards. People are fighting about the cards. And I was like, wow, this is nuts. And then I sort of just, like, left it out of my mind. But then, like, the next day, I see, like, this news report that because of a fight with, like, a physical fight at a Target, Target's just stopped selling them altogether now. They're not selling them at all. Huh. Like, I was like, this is, I hadn't, I haven't gone deeper into like there, I guess there may be the resale market with, I don't know, but ca- some of these cards have been going for super high prices. I don't know if you've seen like the old, like, but those are like Michael Jordan cards and LeBron James cards. Like, I don't know what card you're going to get now. I guess maybe like 20 years from now it can pay off big money, but um, yeah, uh, I, I did hear about this uh, as, as well. I didn't look into it. Either, yeah, that is surprising because, yeah, presumably these packs of cards have current players, or roughly current. So I don't know, like who's going to be like a Jamal Murray card twenty years from now is probably going to be worth roughly what it is now. I'd imagine that's no <laughs> shot at him. <laughs> It's just the market. That's the market. You know? It's the market. Unless these these packs of cards occasionally slip in, like a a really valuable one, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Unless you're picking up like you're finding like Luka Doncic's cards or or something. But like, yeah, like it's guess. not. It's there's no immediate return on this. Immediate return, maybe you get fifteen dollars for that card. Right. And it's interesting that this is overlapping with the explosion of popularity of the NFT market, which I thought would essentially supplant um, the physical trading card market. Maybe it's it will at some point. Uh, clearly, is not. But <sighs> yeah, that yeah. was that was strange for me. Were they locked up in some case? I, I, I didn't see them. That It was just a sign at the register. I guess people must have been rolling up to the register, like packs on packs. And then cashiers had to tell them, you can't have all this because they just had signs around all the registers about how many right. you could, you could okay. purchase. They're on the register. Yeah. Well, as you were telling <clears throat> the story, my first thought was, so you had don't, you're talking to the cashier. Yeah. No, that sounds awful. Uh, let me let me let me explain that a little bit. <laughs> that I, sounds awful. I'm always listening, basically always listening to either music or a podcast as I'm walking around, including when I'm at the cashiers. I do actually take usually take one earbud out of my ears just so I can hear the cashier in case it's anything unusual. Right. Um, I do say hi, of course. I do regular greetings, etc. But um, I can't tell you the last time I had a, a full conversation. It sounds kind of pleasant. Oh no, I can actually. It was during COVID when it was it was during like the early times of the COVID shutdown when I wasn't talking to like anyone new in person, other than a cashier. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I, did, I mean, I do remember relishing those conversations. You uh, you go to that Trader Joe's, right? Uh yeah, I've been to that those, Trader Joe's. Those cashiers are notoriously chatty. They are. Uh yeah, I, which I don't mind. Uh, they're usually pretty nice. You um, engage, so you engage with those Trader Joe's cashiers? No, no. 
I st- it's still pretty much. <laughs> Do I put my card here? Like nice, nice try. So how much is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah. Got to make sure to say nice try. <laughs> no, no, it's it's all good. Um, so let, I'll move. Let me move on to uh, to. So, um, so you didn't get any trading cards? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let me but move I do on to have my... trading cards in Ohio. I got a lot of trading cards from back in the day. Yeah. Are oh, have you gone through any of them? No, but see? I'm I'm going to Ohio in June, so I'm going to be digging through those cards for a time period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's probably mostly on eBay. Although there might be like. Some sort of dedicated site for resale of cards. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's keep let's keep let let's keep an eye on on our cards. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an update. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry, <laughs> listeners. You have <laughs> update on the trading card. Incoming. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. My trifling in NYC uh, is one that I believe I teased uh, in our last episode. Uh, it involves the cafeteria at the office I used to work at. Mm. Um, we had a pretty nice cafeteria that used to have it would have like a, a sandwich station, um, salad bar, of course, um, like a grill where you could order, um, you know, burgers and, and that kind of stuff, and then also like a hot food station, like hot food buffet. Man style station that all that every day would rotate uh usually a, like a different um a different type of food like uh, you know it'd be italian some one day next day it'd be chinese next thai um that a pretty that like roughly like a two-week rotation uh in that way and i had a, i got i developed a routine uh over time okay whereby i would go i believe they started the lunch service at 11:30 and I like to go like right at 11:30 or maybe 11:45 to avoid the crowd yeah cuz it, it would get pretty crowded um during normal lunch hours and one of the, I didn't always buy something but I did like to see like what they had sometimes they would have new stuff some of the stuff I really liked mo- most of it I was just kind of okay with but one thing I did really like and and this has come up numerous times on the podcast uh, is the different sauces that they would have. Mm, yeah. And especially when they had Indian love those sauces. Yeah. Got to have my sauces. Uh, but especially when they had Indian food and the Thai food uh, and the Thai food in particular, I think had my favorite sauce, which is like um, a coconut based coconut milk based curry sauce that they would mm. use. The chicken is usually pretty good. So I remember one day, one day I, I did have a habit of uh, try just trying the sauces. And the way this would take form is I would get at the salad bar. They had these little plastic cups for the dressing. If you wanted to keep your dressing separate okay, from the salad, you could use these cups, fill it up with salad dressing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like that idea, actually. I do too. Yep. Keep the sauce nice and pristine. Keep the salad mm-hmm. pristine until you're ready to eat it. Uh but what I would do is I would usually grab a cup, go over to the hot food. There would usually be a ladle um, in the hot food tray. Ladle some sauce into the cup, sip it. Hmm, this is okay. Or, hmm, I use more paprika. What's going on? Jeremy, 
Can you get Jeremy? Let's tell him something. Uh-huh. Uh, and so forth. But, but this, for whatever reason, this day, this day, this infamous day in question, um, there was only tongs at the at the station, right? Hmm. It was it was a dish with us with the sauce and the sauce of brothy sauce. There's no tongs and uh so sorry, it was only tongs, there was no ladle. So had to get my sauce. Now in retrospect, this wasn't a great move, and I, I do get the guy's complaint with me. Some got somebody complained about what I did, which was <laughs> this is a guy I didn't know. I had seen around the office just because, you know, you see people walking around. Yeah. I was at the company for a while. Uh, and so I grabbed the, the, um, the dip, the, what do you call it? The little plastic. What did I call it? Just the little, cup. The cup. Little plastic. Yeah, the cup, cup for the, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they are, they are, t- they are small. So I grabbed that and I used that to scoop up some of the broth from the hot tray. Did your fingers touch the broth? Now, no, I was very careful to make sure that my fingers didn't come in contact with any mm-hmm. of the items in the tray. It was just a piece of plastic in there, scooping up the liquid very quickly, very quick motion. But somehow... Now, guy, before you did that, did you like look over your shoulder... Make sure no I, one was watching. I you. did not. I did mm. not because I did not see this as a concern. Because again, I was very careful to not touch any of the food item with my actual fingers. But that wasn't good enough for this dude, uh, who was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Oh man! <laughs> Which I, I gave me a fright, and I was like, oh. "What?" Well, I was like, well, I'm just kidding. I just want to try that. He's like, why Why you have your whole hand in the food? <laughs> what are you doing? Mm, that's what probably it looks like from the, his angle. His Yes, he was on the opposite side of the, the station. The, the station is, is accessible from two sides. He was on the opposite side. He saw what I was doing. Uh, he was, yeah, he, he immediately assumed that his that the food was going to be contaminated. Um, and look, I, I will say I was in the wrong here. I, I shouldn't have done this. I should have maybe asked someone who worked there for like, are you going to put a ladle in here later? Can you do it now? Shouldn't there be a ladle here? So, you know, cause of the broth, the sauce, maybe I probably should have done that. Okay. Uh, I did not. So I will say I'm at fault here. Uh, and I won't, I'm not even going to caveat it by saying, but he should have been so mean. I do get his concern. I, <laughs> look, not every trifling in NYC story is going to make me look good or like the victim. <laughs> I'm not in this case. And I learned a lesson and I didn't, I look, I didn't do it at any point after that. I was definitely like <clears throat> snake bitten there. Uh, what was, uh, wait, wait, so what was your immediate reaction? Well, okay. In the moment though, I was like, I did try to play it off. And I was like, well, I'm not touching anything. And I, th- I was going to mention, like, you look, they don't have the ladles in, but I don't think he's going <laughs> to care. I don't think he's going to know. He's not going to know about my little system. 
<laughs> he's not going to care anyway because for him, it's it's more that I'm potentially <laughs> contaminating the food that he actually didn't even take any of. Mm. Now, whether well, maybe that's that be- was because, yeah, 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 whether that's because he. <laughs> He thought, like, I, I think his issue was even if I wasn't touching anything, it's still too close. You shouldn't be doing that. It's your hand's too close. Maybe some of your debris could fall off of your hand into the into the dish. Mm, that's true. It's Which I suppose is possible, yes. I mean, I don't know what debris it would be. Just stuff from my desk, I guess. Um, but fair enough. Uh, and he was actually there with a buddy of his, and that guy was just kind of looking at me the whole time. <laughs> as, as this, and it wasn't, it was the guy wasn't a tirade. He was just kind of like, just kind of fed up with me, and just kind of walked away after he delivered this, you know, this uh, Scud missile <laughs> at me. Did they come and escort you out? I was, <laughs> sir, sir. Put down your tray. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, drop the plastic cup. Drop the cup. Right where you stand. We'll have someone come get it later. Okay, sir? Uh, no, like, I, I was on really good terms with the staff there. Like, the staff liked me. Cashiers would always, you know, if, if I, you know, if it came to, like, 202, my, whatever I was buying, they'd be like, just... Two dollars, good, like that little thing. Oh, okay. Um, I would occasionally ask for like extra sauces, like or like you're running out of this sauce. Could, is there any in the back that's coming out later? I'll wait. Mm. Okay, that that doesn't sound great, but trust me, I I was on good is terms there with, any with the staff. Sauce? <laughs> I'll wait, man. <laughs> Look, I w- I I was there every day. All right, like. Come on. And I tried to be like, stay, like, yeah, I was on good terms. And this guy, he was an, he was an older guy. Um, and you know, I, I didn't enter as part, like there was no interaction I had with him as part of my job. Um, I, and I wasn't like, it wasn't like I was going to be dod like ducking and dodging him. Like <laughs> seeing him at, seeing him at the end of the hall and ducking into a bathroom or hiding behind a chair <laughs> until he went by. It wasn't going to be like that. Uh, and I mean, <clears throat> without getting into that was, I, that was really the least of my transgressions that, <laughs> that I had this particular uh, place. Um, oh, so yeah, I, and I, and I did, I was kind of chuckling to myself after in the immediate aftermath. You're like, okay. You got me on this one, guy. You got me here. He did. He was full full on, and he checked me, and I had no recourse, no nothing. Yeah, it's hard. You're like, well, you're right. You're right. I'm just going to move on, hang my head in shame. I won't won't take any sauce this time. (laughs) I, I, I believe I did leave the the cafeteria without getting anything at that point. <laughs> I was feeling kind of pretty dejected and embarrassed. Not too embarrassed because luckily it was still early, and these two guys were the only two that saw it. Okay, and heard it. I don't even think anyone overheard. Like, yeah, it was it was still pretty early. There weren't that many people there. 
So Dang, I wonder if he was like if he started telling everybody about it. He's like, you know, you know Visceralist? That, who? That that kid that always wears his hat every day? The guy that wears the hat. The guy that wears the hat guy. every day? That tall guy. Oh, is he really that tall? Are we thinking of the same one? I don't know if he's that tall. But okay, well, the hat. Hat guy. He put his whole hand in the sauce. <laughs> it was like he was trying to scoop the, the sauce into his mouth with the hand. I'm like, I had to check him. I'm like, how... Dude, how do you think you're going to grab some sauce with your, with your grubby hand? What are you who, who ra- where were you raised? Well, Wisconsin and Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was Wisconsin. Oh man. Oh, he that, definitely a, I mean, the thing is he raised his voice to the point <laughs> where it was like he was like like an exclamation almost. Oh man. I would have been so embarrassed. <laughs> what would you, what, would you, okay. What would you have done if you were that guy? And so, would you have, would you have called it out to the person? Um, would you have investigated closer? Like, mm, is he really touching it? What would you have done? Probably, probably not. Most likely like if I, if that happened, I would have looked made like a disgusted face and been, and be like, well, I'm not using that sauce now. <laughs> and then probably uh-huh. just moved on. Would you have made the face in such a way that you would make sure that that person saw you? Saw you disgusted? No. Face? No, I wouldn't do that. But it's not to say that it wouldn't happen. Like, it probably would have been kind of involuntary face mm-hmm. making. Just to like see someone's hand down in there. And if I didn't have the, have the angle to see that they had the little cup... Uh, which is, that's possible. Like, would you, yeah. have, would you mm-hmm. have noted it to your fellow coworkers that later in the day? Um, probably. Yeah. 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 Hmm. If, yeah, I probably would have gone back to like, you know, my workstation and like, Hey, you know, by the way, don't, <laughs> don't go for that tie, that coconut sauce. <laughs> I think it was the tie. At this, the I think it coconut. was the tie coconut I curry. I saw this dude, big man, had his hand, his hand, his hand up in that sauce. So. <laughs> Unless you want that, <laughs> you want that? <laughs> Don't do it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's one of those things where it's like there's nothing I can do to make it up to anyone involved either. Yeah, like I can't just like like cook up a whole new batch of it. Obviously, (laughs) that that he would see that I'm preparing it in cleanly conditions. Like, there's no, I can't offer to buy his lunch. He doesn't want anything to do with me at that point. You would have to be like real mad. Hey, 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 guys! Can we get a new batch of this coconut sauce here? (laughs) There's something in the sauce. I'm There's sorry. Something, something in the sauce. Yeah, or like, I'm sorry. I may have contaminated it. You should just throw all this out and replace it. <laughs> you would have had to make a big show of it. Oh, that would have, yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> you could have tried to, like, if you were thinking real fast, but something, I was trying to scoop something out of the sauce. You know, I saw some, <laughs> saw some stuff in there. I thought I saw a fly in there. Right. You were helping everybody. Yeah, I'm trying to help you out, Chief. (laughs) 
<laughs> what was that voice? That was hustle, man. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not. That was. I think that was really the frustrating. There's nothing I could do except just eat my shame. Yeah, that's what I had for lunch that day. Just a, mm. just a pile, just a big pit of shame that I just dove into with my mouth open, ate my way through it like a like a snake, like a tremor monster crawling through the dirt. That's what I deserved. Mm-mm. For my a tremor monster crawling through the dirt. <laughs> Well, speaking of contamination, uh, why don't we transition to the the main event today? Uh, Today's episode is a review of Zack Snyder's new Netflix movie called Army of the Dead. Uh, Figure this is pretty on brand for us, considering all the zombie content we've released over the years. Um, uh, Referring specifically to our zombie escape plan spinoff. uh yeah let's uh let's get right into it it was a big event uh i saw somewhere this this movie cost 70 million dollars to make oh wow um they apparently shot uh in albuquerque new mexico and apparently some some uh disused or or like yeah like closed closed down casinos in atlantic city Oh, okay. uh, which which I found it just read today. Uh, I found it interesting because I thought they would have they had built these big sets in like a soundstage, but so apparently too. they u- they used um, some actual like I I mean I from what I've read about Atlantic City, it's not not in great shape uh, lately. I mean, with COVID, obviously it would have taken a big hit, but these are casinos that apparently shut down in 2014. Uh, Dang, and they're just sitting empty. Still, just sitting there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, starring Dave Bautista, uh, who apparently turned down a role in the Suicide Squad. Uh, uh the upcoming James Gunn directed movie, in order to to appear in this, and I want to read this quote of his explaining why. Uh, he turned, he turned, uh, he he chose this role. Uh, where is this casting? He said, said, uh, I had, I had the suicide squad where I got to work with my boy, James Gunn again. Uh, and even, even though it's a smaller role and then I had army of the dead on which I got to work with Zach, I get to build a relationship with Netflix I get a lead role in a great film, and I get paid a lot more money. Oh, and I did think it was nice of him to to leave the money part to the end. Uh, <laughs> I'm being quite facetious there, but uh, yeah, let's let's get right into it. Uh, I guess I'll start. Oh God, I I was like, as I watched the last forty five minutes of this, I was questioning society. Like what aspects of society brought it, brought us to this? Yeah. I was, I as I told you, I watched. I guess it, so. This is, this is two and a half hours. So I watched the first hour forty five, and I had to stop and take a break. And that break lasted about a week <laughs> because I 
in the back, every time I went to watch it, I was like, fuck, I really don't want to. Uh, 45 minutes left being left seemed like a lot. I think it was actually 48 minutes, which even seemed seemed like more specific there. Yeah. I noted that. And then, uh, I, then I finally did it last night. I did sit through it and it was basically as bad as I, as I thought it would be. Yeah. I, I did not like this movie. I'll just say that, you know, up top, uh, you know, these we'll, we'll be expressing our opinions on this. This is, you know, this is our opinion. Uh, I was, I was disappointed certainly because I actually really did like Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, which was sort of his first big, big movie, very successful. Uh, though a remake, I, I, I should note, a remake of, of a movie that's very well regarded in zomb- zombie fandom. So him going to do, make an original thing, eh, am I reminded of uh, when the Game of Thrones <laughs> TV show creators, like, once they... Uh, source material ran out and they had to come up with stuff on their own Mm. and maybe it wasn't quite as good. I don't know. That's opinion as well. But yeah, I was reminded of that. Um, But yeah, it was, uh, it was a letdown uh, and we'll get into it and I will get into why, but why don't you go with initial thoughts? Um, Initial thoughts. I remember watching the preview like, Oh, okay. This looks. I was intrigued at first, um, but then you know, as Netflix previews go, they're they're not great. They end up showing like a little too much of the movie, in my opinion, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be terrible." <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I was also like, "I know I'm going to watch it, but it's going to be bad." Um, I just didn't realize how bad it was going to be. What yeah, about I didn't the trailer? It was going to be so long. Yeah. Well, sorry. What, what aspect of the trailer made it look bad? I because I, I didn't watch the trailer. Um. Uh, I think just the whole idea of it, and then okay. they also showed like just the, the super smart zombie like running through. Like, I guess what threw me off was like watching these shirtless zombies looking so jacked in the preview. And I was like, <laughs> what kind of zombie is this? And I didn't, I didn't like that part. Um, I believe they showed the tiger in there too. Like, it okay. was, I was just like, man, this is going to be so over the top, but whatever. And then I saw Zack Snyder was attached to it. And I was like, Oh, I don't know, but I do like Dave Batista. <laughs> There was a lot of, you know, conflicting emotions, but I, I, I knew it was not going to be great going in. I just didn't know how terrible it would end up being. Yeah. And I guess we should, we should say up top, I think if, if I can give this movie any credit and I suppose I should, I don't know. I don't know why I just kind of feel like I should, is that they did kind of come up with a whole new type of zombie because you know up till now we've only seen you know and we get into this in our zombie escape plan episodes uh slow zombie and fast zombie right yeah this is a new kind of zombie at first i was like okay this is just fast zombies but he did these are um they they have 
smarts. They can dodge with. They can do fight choreography. Even um, <laughs> <laughs> there's one they of can, them. They can ride horses. They can ride horses. Yep. There's there's two of them that are clearly king and queen, so they have a hierarchical uh, culture apparently. So okay, we can call these. Um, I mean, if we have to, if there has to be a new genre, and maybe we'll address this in future zombie escape plan episodes, we'll throw them in there. But I don't know. Do we call them smart fast zombies or just smart zombies? Um, I guess just smart zombies. Now, okay, yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Now the issue then, it, however, is that the dumbness of the zombies is is kind of integral because if the zombies are smart and have a culture and can apparently produce children, they're essentially just pe- people with a terrible disease. Yeah, absolutely. and that makes killing them indiscriminately really really questionable these are just people who are afflicted with an awful horrifying disease hmm. and yeah, when, when you put it like that you're absolutely right and like they they those zombies in particular the smart ones weren't bothering anybody yep <laughs> yeah they had their own compound which was pretty securely um you know, secure uh, it, it, with, you know, all the shipping containers that were stacked up to make, you know, a, a perimeter around Las Vegas, the main strip of Las Vegas, I guess. Uh, they, yeah, it wasn't like they were trying to get out and cause havoc in the mainland. It was a little, by the way, I don't know why this like refugee camp was right up next to the shipping containers. <laughs> that, that was, Seems that like was you moved one, that. That was one of my notes. I said, <laughs> Quarantine zone is so close. It's like, why? Yeah. yeah. When they panned out, I was like, oh, they they just out on the other side? They're just on the other side. And I guess you could say, okay, they should be quarantined. But, like, there's people living there for clearly, like, a long time. Anyway, yeah. So if you have smart zombies, you're just shooting them up. I mean, yeah, that that, that loves... I mean, I think a better movie would have addressed that head on and like had something like, "Hey, did you like this guy put on a a helmet? Like he strap we saw him <laughs> oh my strap a helmet that's bulletproof. That's oh, pretty smart because that means that he knows what we're thinking and planning, and he's trying to counteract that. That's not what zombies typically do. Yeah, um, no, very true. So. Yeah, I mean, we can we can go through this. I, I mean, we I yeah, we've rarely done something that a show that that's been this hard to get through. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, when it, the stuff with the daughter, uh, I, I guess what why don't you what what are your your first couple notes? What do you what do you got there? Um, so mine are basically in <clears throat> chronological order as the movie was happening. I was like taking <laughs> taking notes yeah. on things that just were very questionable or that got under my skin. Um, the first thing I wrote was, why do they need a safe cracker? It's his safe. Doesn't he have the combo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I- so you're – yeah. So yeah, you're referring to the German guy. Yeah. Uh who yeah, they and he gives them the blueprints to the safe. 
Yeah, doesn't he have the combo? Yeah, so this is, you're referring to Tanaka, who set this whole right. plan in motion. Plan being, there's $200 million in cash in the safe. This is, yeah, this is another thing that annoys me. So there's $200 million in the cash in the safe. He goes to Batista, you assemble a team, you get the cash out of there, all $200 million. And for your troubles, I will give you fifty million. Now that sounded very low to me, by the way. Why? Why is it? It's like no. I'll tell you what, I get two hundred million out of your safe. How about I keep two hundred million or one hundred ninety nine million? Why yeah. on earth would he would he give him back all of this money? I'm richer than you now. <laughs> like what? Yeah, what? that that part threw me off too. I didn't write <laughs> that down, but I was like, only fifty million. Like I'm going in there with my life on the line, battling zombies. I might not even be able to get into the safe, and you're giving me offering me fifty million to split with my team. Oh right, yeah. So it's not even a hundred. It's not even fifty. Like I have to split it up with everybody, however I choose. But still, yeah, exactly. So, and I I guess. You could make the argument that, okay, well, he would just hire other mercenaries to go in then. And in theory, if there's a prof- if there's a professional like Blackwater-type company that does ops, we'll say, then in theory, yeah, to keep their business going, they would have to deliver all $200 million. They, Okay, we're charging you $50 million for it. Right. But this is just like some ragtag, you know, I, I guess... Batista's, uh, in his history, he was a mercenary of some sort. Uh, he clearly has some military training as well. Um, but yeah, if okay, if you're going to this, like, where he's like picking up random German dudes and gang members, uh, <laughs> I, like, what do you expect now? It, just, it's, it was so ridiculous. But yeah. but Batista was somebody. He was in the military, and also this part threw me off. I didn't write it down, but like he rescued Secretary of Defense or some like bigwig. Right. Why on earth were they inside of the, in, in real life? Someone that big wouldn't be in with the zombies. Why would right. they have been in there in the first place? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there is, yeah, there's the intro, we get introduced to each character as he's doing, like, the recruiting scene, his straight out of Ocean's Eleven. Um, yeah, but just not as not as clever and Not funny. nearly as clever or funny, with not nearly as charismatic actors, uh, and not n- nearly, ri- okay, I mean, I, I, we're, we're, we can hit a tipping point, or a point where we don't have to just keep saying this is bad, I think listeners will know where we stand. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> I'm still going to, but it's starting to drag me down. <laughs> but um, what did I write? Uh, yeah, like I mean, we bypass the part where it's we're introduced to how the zombie outbreak started, which is oh, basically actually that was kind of cool. Actually, you like that part? I did. So there's a payload that the military is delivering from area 51 somewhere else. They get in a car wreck. The payload turns out to be the main zombie is went by. Apparently his name is Zeus. 
Um, oh, and man, he, he just make that up right now. No, no, no. This is from the research. Uh, the main zombie dude who was in, who was the zombie in that crate that the military yeah. is carrying is called Zeus. And he, he apparently was a military guy cause he has dog tags. Right. Um, so the theory is that this, whatever they're experimenting probably on soldier test subjects in area 51, they created this zombie as a biological weapon and they're transporting it somewhere and it gets out and infects everybody. Um, then there's the opening montage, uh, Viva Las Vegas, etc. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, okay, that that was reminiscent. At least, I mean, Zack Snyder is at least consistent stylistically, mm. which I like. I like his visuals. Uh, he d- often gets dinged uh, by critics for saying that he's he is style over substance. Um. And I would sort of agree with that. He did co-write this movie. Um, his, his, I mean, usually like in the DC movies, etc. And I'd say Watch Watchmen three hundred. Like they look great. Right. They okay. do look really great. Um, cinematography wise, special effects wise. I think the issue here is that you're dealing with something that's inherently grotesque. Uh, so making it really clearly visible and stylized, I, I, I think all, almost makes it, at least for me, made it, made it just kind of disgusting. <laughs> like the skit, like I had to look away when there were close-ups on like Zeus's face, his wife's face. Um, the certain, definitely the scene where, um, the, the tiger mauls that one dude, and like tears his face apart. Okay, that was that was actually the great effects. The other ones, I'm gonna say, were, um, and for me, ended up looking like real fake, like cartoonish, because they were so. Mm. Because I don't know what it was about them, but I just didn't like their faces. Not zombified enough. Not like yeah, yeah. They were. It was like a sort of like a jaundiced yellow. With like crack, crinkling, crackling yeah. skin, like real dry, or just wrinkled, maybe just like <laughs> extra wrinkled. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I literally did have to turn away from the screen. I couldn't look at it for longer mm-hmm. than a second. Um, but we get we get some backstory on Bautista's character, which involves now. Maybe you remember this better than me. It involves his wife in some way. Was he trying to save her? And in the zombie outbreak, and it turned out she was a zombie, and he had to kill her? Or was she the queen zombie? Do you know? Wait, 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 wait. wait. You think that... Wait, Batista's wife was queen zombie? Well, I know in the opening sort of montage or like in a flashback scene he's at he's trying to rescue his wife right and his daughter yeah at their apartment there's something that happens there do you remember what happens there he kills the wife he just oh, okay so she's already turned and he shoots yeah, her yeah yeah she was trying to to he saved the daughter she was he 
Okay. <clears throat> she was right. trying to get into like whatever room that looked like a bathroom or something. Okay, so scratch it. scratch yeah. that. I I just totally blanked on that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he puts together the team. Uh. Now I didn't have any particular problem with any of the team members above and beyond just the general, you know, shittiness of of the writing and and, and the acting was okay, but uh. I, I guess I, I didn't find them colorful enough or unique enough. Okay. Like the only people in his team that I can really remember are Amari Hardwick and the German guy. Yeah. I liked the German guy. Um, he was some good comic relief. Um, him and Omari, I liked them together. They were, they were a good combo. <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoyed their comedy team. Um, uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't like the idea of the saw that Omari Hard- Hardwick carried as his weapon of choice. I thought it was just stupid. Like I know that you know you try to come up with unique things for each person, but it's like, right. Well, this is ugh. that was sort of Chekhov's saw uh, in that it did come into play at a crucial role. But speaking of which, the okay, the daughter who came in. <sighs> She was, I, I have a note in here uh, where I described her as Chekhov's daughter because it telegraphed so clearly that yeah. she was going to be difficult and yeah. run off, put Batista's life in danger because he was going to have to go, re- she was going to do something impetuous and he was right. going to have to rescue her. And that's such a, I mean, to call that a trope feels like a trope in and of itself. <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get into commentaries. I really just don't want to get into any discussion of, if you, unless you want to, uh, sexism in in action movie tropes. This this arguably lead in, leaned into it. Can make the argument that Tignataro's character counterbalanced that a little bit, maybe. But the 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 daughter being like. Fuck you! I, I'll do what I want. Catch me outside, and like just causing trouble for everybody. That uh, it was so on the nose. Yeah, I was like, yeah. You, you knew what was going to happen. I I wrote down. You really think he'll? I'd take her inside. That was Batista's quote, and then I wrote that, and then I wrote after. Right after that, he will have to because it's so telegraphed that yeah, right. this is happening. She's right. going inside, and she's going to cause some trouble once she gets in. She's obviously not going to follow his instructions. Like it's right. <laughs> it was maddening. It <laughs> was. It was. I was getting upset. I was getting upset at a character, but but more so that that it. I just feel like I saw Zack Snyder grinning at me, and <laughs> as I was watching it, I could picture his face going, "Huh, huh." Like no, no, no! Don't do that! (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah. And and speaking of, I guess we can address Tignatara's casting uh, briefly. So, as many people know, she was cast to replace uh, actor Chris D'Elia. Who um, there is, uh, this is, I believe, sexual assault allegations. Oh, I did not know that. Oh yeah, so there's sexual assault allegations um, made against him, and 
Snyder slash Netflix decided to replace him. Uh, they cast Tig Notaro in the role and actually reshot his scenes with her and sort of can reconfigure them in such a way that she, apparently only she show basically only she had to show up for those reshoots, uh, except for some scenes with, um, I'm blanking on his name. I, I apologize. The, uh, Latino, uh, member of the, of the group. Holy um, shit. You're right. Now that I think about it. Wow. Yeah. So you could tell in the shots, it's pretty, in most of her shots, it's just her. Yeah. There are a few that she's in with the group, but they are CGI'd in. They CGI'd her like Forrest Gump to her, you know, Get in. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh, now, I am a fan of her comedy, uh, and I've no- been following her since she appeared on uh, Comedy Bang Bang podcast, like years, probably like 10 years ago. She's an excellent comedian. Uh, I do feel she was miscast in this role. Uh, even for a, a crummy, uh, shitty Netflix action movie, I I didn't feel like she was. I didn't feel she was really that fun. I didn't buy her as a grizzled, like cranky uh, helicopter pirate or helicopter pilot trope um, or caricature. Uh, her her line readings are were such that you could sort of tell it was just her on set. She's not really interacting with the other actors, which isn't really fair to her, but it's just the nature of the game. Um, she seemed a little bit like yeah, like like I wasn't getting the energy from her, mm. and or the gri- or the grizzle. I I don't know what, what did you or share? the grizzle. <laughs> I didn't the grizzle or the gristle. I thought she was fine. I I enjoyed her her comedy in there. I thought it was pretty good. But now mm-hmm. that you point this out, yeah, it does make it a lot of because maybe I liked a lot of it that she was just kind of talking to herself or just talking on the radio and making her little her little jokes. I I I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problems with it. But yeah, that's wild. I did not know. And and uh, wow. yeah, so I think that covers. Most oh, and then there was two other, two other women in his team. There, there's and I, I I'm using the actors' names because I don't remember the I didn't I don't remember the word, anyone's character, character name. names. So there's and uh, this is gonna be <laughs> this is not gonna be great. But there's the blonde and the brunette. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, the blonde I believe was sort of a smuggler who sort of smuggled them in into the inner part of the zombie land vegas and then the brunette was uh batista's love interest uh like a former teammate of his from back in the day uh and who who suffered maybe not the most grisly death but one of the most striking (laughs) well sorry jeez bless you uh one of the most striking when uh she had her neck or her head turned all the way around. So she was facing 180 degrees to, to her. She was facing her six o'clock. Uh, her neck was snapped. I think part of it came through her shoulder blade, some bone or some spinal column, something. Yeah. Dang. That was, 
What did you think of that death? Um, it was pretty gruesome and and shocking. I was a little upset because I actually liked her as a character, mm-hmm. and I felt like she was pretty badass. And I was like, oh yeah, now they're gonna get out of here. This is gonna be good. And then she died, and I'm just like, ugh. It's like, but she this was. daughter's still alive here. So like, <laughs> oh, she dies, but the daughter gets to live. Come on, right? I'm like, oh, here we go. Okay, fine. Yeah, and and we should know also note. I believe the last. The last guy was the agent that Tanaka sent in with them uh, to sort of keep an eye on them. I like that actor. I knew he was going to be up to no good. Oh, um. yeah. Speaking of telegraphed, I mean, <laughs> his betrayal at the end. I mean, I, I will say I did kind of like when he betrayed because he really leaned into it. Yeah. Like the asshole, there's an assholery of it all. <laughs> Yeah, like, he went. He went full I think asshole. He said, "Like it. fuck, fuck you, idiots!" As he locked them down in that room. You guys, like, you guys are so fucking stupid. What the fuck are you doing? Of course, I'm doing this. You know how valuable this shit is. <sighs> Referring to the head, the decapitated head of the zombie queen, right? Uh, which I get. So I guess Tanaka's plan is to get that head, which. It, because it's still moving and alive, uh, which which goes against zombie lore. Well, no, I guess it doesn't actually, because it was a clean decapitation. The brain is still not injured, so I guess that works with co- zombie lore. But then, I guess the idea is since the the he's going to sell it back to the military because the military lost. Well, yeah, this is another problem. Okay, if his plan is to use it, use the head to bite people, to infect them, to spread spread the zombie disease and create an army. Presumably he's working in tandem with the military. I I thought initially that they said they just needed blood. When he cut off the head, she was like, what are you doing? You told me you only needed, like, whatever... X amount of blood. And okay. Like, oh, the whole head's better. You know, he said he said some like clever bad guy line. I was right. Like, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I mean, uh, like, okay, this guy is a private casino owner. So, what is he going to create his own army as a like a mercenary squad to go up against the military? I, like, I was I, figuring he was going to sell it to someone, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Okay, but in that case. Why wouldn't the military just go in, like, as soon as he shows up at, you know, Army HQ, they're going to be like, okay, well, so you got that from Vegas? I mean, I guess the military, okay, the military is going to planning to nuke it. So the military's plan is to nuke it. But my point is they could have, you could have sent in a Black Ops squad or SEAL Team 7 through 10. Absolutely. To, to go get it, <laughs> to go get it. <laughs> themselves they don't need this guy it's the fucking US military they don't need this guy and then like furthermore I don't even understand why he had to come up with this complicated ruse he could have just said go in there get me a pint of blood or bring back the head yeah. and get out and I'll yeah. pay you 50 million dollars exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's not like like this guy has all this cash in the vault well I mean great but he probably also has other ways of, you know, if the government nukes his vault, 
there's probably insurance that would that would come into play. Like he did say that he said insurance already paid him for the money. Yeah, that he claimed so, as a loss. I mean, and also if if all you need is the head, that's a way easier mission. Right. That's so much easier. Man, they could have been. You don't out even have to go thirty minutes. They could from that opening scene. They could have just like jumped yeah. her, grabbed her, and then went right back outside. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, this convoluted thing where you're going into the basement of like getting into successively more dangerous and enclosed areas with fewer and fewer ways to escape with more and more fucking smart zombies on your ass. I mean, it's almost like he's wants to torture Batista and his crew by having them do all this bullshit. He probably could have just yeah. had that guy go in and just skulk around because I don't think they needed the queen either they could have done any of these like top tier smart zombies yeah, i think so cut cut off the head i mean <sighs> it, that was very frustrating when i figured like i knew there was some sort of plan right but once i saw that guy and everybody was saying oh why is this creepy guy here like whatever but um yeah, yeah. like why go through why go through this complicated ass plan just bring me back a live zombie. That's all you had to say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'll give you $50 million. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this shit. Like, Jon Snow and his crew did it with a couple swords and a, and a burlap sack. Right. <laughs> I could have hired up Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And, and a dragon. Fine. But uh, I mean, you got heli- you got a helicopter. Yeah, it was and, it was stupid. It was it was, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I mean, okay, fine. Finding plot holes and again, a, a we'll let that Netflix go. Okay. action. We, movie. We'll let that go. Yeah, um, <laughs> I didn't like. Where were all the other zombies? They just burned up in the sun, apparently. So you're expecting there to be more? What What do you mean? She said when they came in, they were like. Zombies piled up, and she was like, "Oh yeah, they they don't like the sun." And then, and I wrote down, "Zombies die in the sun?" Question mark. She's like, "You should see it when it rains. They they come back to life." And then I wrote, "Reanimate in rain?" Question mark. And then I was like, "Well, apparently there's going to be some freak rainstorm in the desert that never happens, but that didn't come." But um, yeah. I mean, that would have been kind of cool if they rained and they came back to life. But um. Yeah, I I don't know. I've never heard of that one before. Yeah, he's really just going for his a whole new type of zombie lore, which I I again I will give him credit for that uh, to try to innovate zombie lore after you know sixty years it's of of traditional zombie lore that hasn't. I mean, when fast zombies came into play, I would say uh, when with twenty eight days later. Yeah. Okay, that's two thousand three. I mean. There had already been like, you know, 30 years of zombie stuff that didn't really change. So that was an innovation. Cool. It certainly was. And so, but, you know, yeah, that's roughly 20 years until we get another innovation um, with with zombie culture and reproduction. I have here zombie baby question mark. Me too. It doesn't, it, that blew my mind because it's not 
I don't think you needed more of a reason for the Zeus to be upset with our crew, with our heroes because he was already after them, kind of. And they had already killed his wife, so mm-hmm. that should have been enough. I guess I I have a feeling that there these are sort of nuggets that are sprinkled in to um to plan for a sequel if there is to be one. Um, apparently there will be a prequel, but we'll get to that later. Um, so yeah, like it was a glowing blue fetus and it's sort of, it's it, the blue light went out. Okay. That, dust, that blue dust threw me off. And then there is this scream. Zeus screams for about 25 minutes. And then it then it goes to like oh oh I guess our heroes are really in trouble now. Um, I okay, credit for swinging for the fences, but uh, if you're not going to do anything, I don't know. Maybe he will later. I, all right, I'm not too mad at that. I guess. I mean, I didn't understand what they were doing. They all just were like hanging out in the pool. Like, yeah, it wasn't they clear didn't what do that anything. Pool. Like, it didn't. I, I didn't get it. Why their pool? I mean, I guess they got a hang out somewhere like that was their home the home base but they weren't even they were just standing around and there were a bunch of bodies well there were a bunch of bodies in the pool so maybe that's their graveyard yeah i i didn't understand that i didn't understand like okay right if if these zombies are to survive they need I think we sort of went over this last week, last time we recorded. But don't they need like some kind of nutrients if if they're gonna be if they're gonna have like this elevated brain function and right. be able to run real fast and reproduce? Now they actually need some nutrients, right? Yeah. So wouldn't they need to kill and eat things? They were all just standing around and biting people and turning them into other ones like them. But not feeding themselves, right? Yeah, that was another thing with this is that they would seem satisfied with just a quick bite, turn turn them in, and then I. So I guess they're yeah, I guess they're building their army of the dead. For what purpose? Who knows? But yeah, okay. I, I mean, I, I think that you could counter you, whatever this Area Fifty One disease that started this in the first place. Yeah, I yeah, you're right. It still doesn't work because you can't make matter for nut from nothing. I mean, I think that's at least one law yeah. of physics that you really have you can't get around. So you can't create a new life inside a zombie queen without matter being there to to build it. And in order for that, for that, yeah, you need to be eating something. You need to be taking on it didn't something. make sense. Right. They need to have something. Yeah, that, that doesn't work. It, it didn't work at all for me. So, okay, so then we we can go to... Okay, so there's, two, there's like two two things I want to hit. Three, like four more things that we want to hit, that I want to hit. <laughs> okay. Maybe you have more. That, that's cool. But uh, what do I have there was there was a lot of scenes, toward, especially towards the end, where there was really dramatic m- music, and they went to slow mo. Mm. 
and did not feel earned whatsoever <laughs> because a there were so many of them like they were coming every 10 minutes no every 6 minutes yeah there where we're supposed to feel like okay this is probably going to be the death scene so i'm thinking of when the german guy slammed the sh- the safe door shut to protect omari's character right which is like okay they're best friends now you're dying for him you've known him for 45 minutes okay yeah uh and then also when they're in the main casino part and the one guy gets tackled and he lets off all his grenades he and does even, die at that one yeah and even before that when like they're just spraying things up i don't know like Zack snyder isn't well known for loving his slow-mo scenes it just seemed like there was too many and the dramatic music swelling to accompany <laughs> that like i don't know like you it's you you're going a little too broad there it seems like there was an opportunity to to do something more off kilter and unsettling than just a really typical action movie. Like this could have been out of Rambo three, like some, one of the eighties Rambo movies. True. It definitely could have, like they didn't, it was very reminiscent of those. Yeah. Like eighties and nineties <laughs> action movies. It was like, Oh, okay. Like this yeah. is. And I, and I just wanted to, to put in, before, because I definitely want to talk about the daughter going to the hotel and and Batista wanting wanting having to go after him, but I did write here that the, that the tiger slapped the shit out of that dude. Tiger was that was disgusting. You're right. He did. He got <laughs> jacked up by that tiger. Yeah, I I I will say it was very clear that they put a lot of time and effort and energy into like the. I guess fight choreography, right? Of that scene, like which was a little disturbing. Like, you really need to see this guy get mauled. I mean, he was a villain, okay. But yeah, man, okay. I'll, I'll tore, agree. It they, probably it probably went on for a little bit too long. Then they we tore that dude's face apart. Yeah, and it Bit was like head. like there was the the part where like there was like skin partially hanging on and it was kind right. of flapping around a something little bit something was happening with his neck like a bone was out or something and you so. could see under the skin and then the tiger hit him with that with that Ramsey Bolton death scene <laughs> oh man it was just yeah I, you know what else about that that also sort of confused me how did the so, tiger turn into a zombie yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, the horse, too. There was right. that zombie horse. This is That's another new new bit of lore. For I mean, Zach, this could be like Zack Snyder zombie lore. Like Snyder zombie lore. Is his own, like, as its own thing. Oh, a- so he's just from, creating his own. Because... Yeah. I mean, I guess we could divide it into Romero lore, aka, which would essentially be slow zombies, 28 days lore, fast zombies, uh, that, and then and then Snyder lore. <laughs> and, and then I guess you could have Walking Dead lore, but that's pretty much overlaps with Romero lore. Yeah, for the most part, I would say. Uh, 
so yeah, I, so in Snyder lore, animals can also be zombies. <sighs> yeah, somehow. Okay. Well, what, what, what other notes you got here before before we get to this hotel rescue? Um, because I got some things to say for that. Uh, let's see. Others don't like this. Da, 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 zombie baby. We talked about zombie baby. Um, I did like that first uh firefight when they were going through the quote unquote like hibernating zombies. Okay. That was pretty cool, actually. Just the visuals, um, or what? Yeah, I liked them like creeping through, and then I don't know. Again, I don't know the character's name, but she was very impressive of killing those zombies when they reanimated. Like, the that brunette. Was, yeah. No, that the she ends up dying. The blonde. Right then, after she breaks through the glass, that was like the the video game player's friend. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh. But she, yeah, she was pretty badass. Um, I did like that. I guess that was like the other group of zombies. They weren't fat. They weren't. Were they fast? I don't know if they were fast, but they weren't the smart ones. They weren't the smart right. ones. So. The smart ones were called. Were technically called alphas. <sighs> um, <laughs> of course, it's so, not, of course, that's not explained really, and it's not totally clear why there are smart ones and why there are dumb ones when presumably they were all caused by the same person zeus no 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 they did explain it you oh they did it because okay. basically well. if you're if you're bitten by him then you become one of those ones if you're just bitten by any other zombie you just become regular zombie but all the zombies started from him i don't know man He's because he's the one who ran off. Like he escaped the. the yeah, it right, was right, just right. him. But, however, how this is true. But so then, like, if I have turned into an alpha, right? I'm not right. Zeus. But if I bite someone, then they just turn into like a regular zombie. Oh, not okay. An alpha, so like it literally me. has to be Zeus. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought they said. It's <sighs> like some Brian, like Brian Jonestown shit. Yeah, Lord. it was it was stupid. Um, and then the other thing I did write down was like, when Brian, they why said did I say randomly, Brian Jonestown? Sorry, no, I meant Jim Jones in Jonestown. <laughs> Brian Jonestown Massacre is a band. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, but then like I wrote down, why wouldn't they have all the Indiana Jones details? Um, again, it's his safe. Remember, like those like booby traps that went off before the safe, right? Like, why wouldn't he have just told them what what they were? He yeah. doesn't know. He doesn't have anybody that knows what they are. That's when it's like, like he's trying to torture Batista and his crew, right? But like, his whole goal just... they they need to get out. So, like, I again, I don't understand. Unless it's like send Tanaka's like send Batista and his crew in send my guy, my guy will tag along with him and sort of like drift like in their wake until he, he gets what he wants and he'll just bounce. But I, I oh, mean, right. and then hopefully like so many Batista's crew things that like, could go wrong, distracts the zombies and it'll be easier for him to slink out if he's by himself and they're like focusing on them. Maybe I don't know. It's yeah. so such a stupid scheme. Yeah. 
So, okay, so there are, are we'll say, these lesser dumb zombies. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, oh, I did say up. this. Like, this part didn't make sense. The The guide, right? She's like, oh my gosh, you killed. And he heard the death scream. When he finds the body, it's going to be a problem, right? Mm-hmm. So, why not just hide the body? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Did they just leave it out? Yes. Oh, yeah. And I, I wrote down, why wouldn't they hide her body if it was such a big deal? That was my that was my note to myself. Just hide the body. Yeah. Put it in one of those car trunks or something. Just hide it. Like- car trunk would be perfect. Uh, it seems, yeah. If you and also just again from the writer's standpoint, if you're gonna point that, if you're gonna have a character point that out, see the the problem is. Okay, so the, whoever wrote the, that line is like, okay, well. We need to like okay. I heard the death screen. If we if we find the body, is going to be a problem. That sets up Zeus finding the body and going for the baby. Right. Brilliant. Time to go home for the day. Well, no, because because yeah, you've overlooked exactly what Jay has pointed out here, which is why the fuck didn't they just hide the body? Seems like she could have done it on her own too. Yeah be easier to have two people carry it but if she's if she's gonna point it out you gotta do something more than just like oh he's just more mad now <laughs> oh we just made him angry like <laughs> you wouldn't like him if he's angry get it um uh well i guess we can hit the the the, the telegraphed rescue uh, op that uh Batista has to go on because not only did Kate, his daughter, I did, I did learn that name. Um, okay. That's good. Did she go off on her own and try to rescue her friend, uh, Gita, who I guess went in earlier to get her daughter? Is there someone, her sister, maybe? No, I don't no, know. No, no, no. She went in just for money. Gita did? Yeah. Where was, what was the money? Apparently, one of the things that people were doing in the quarantine camp was getting let in by that woman, by the coyote guide, and like breaking into a slot machine, or basically just stealing money from the from the old ass casinos and getting back out. And then she would like bribe her way out of their plan was to bribe her way out of the camp, pay one of the guards, and right. then she'd just okay. be able to leave. I remember. So, okay, so Gita went in with that other younger person, right? Right, with that coyote, and then there was like a group, there were like two or three of them. Okay, well, point being, Kate went in to rescue her, and she, her, her, the two of them, Gita and uh, blanking on the other name, kind of half succeeded, half failed. Um, Well, they ultimately failed. Failed, because they all died. Uh, Yeah, everyone died except her, of course. Uh, But she, with, so the, the, Zombie security dude, the ass, the asshole security dude oh, from the camp. Right. He's a zombie there who's sort of been stalking Gita. Okay, this whole time. All right, or he's been guarding her. Yeah, I didn't understand his purpose either. Like. But the point is, Kate has a handgun to go rescue them. Misses, <laughs> misses shooting this zombie guard. I counted the the shots. It was four times. Oh, it that was a she lot of, shot him. A lot of point, shots. point blank, missed him all four times. 
and then continued to, and then the other zombies heard and then Zeus shows up but like god damn and so in the later se- helicopter scene when Batista also misses Zeus point blank range several times all I wrote down here uh, must be genetic <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> um so there's that and I'll, and I want to say and this is my last it's not my last thing but we're 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 getting close. The helicopter them like okay so the he helicopters over to this hotel where he knows his daughter's going to be. Tells Tig, "Wait here." She's like, "We only have 9 minutes." I'm like, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I got it." They go they get back up they he gets the daughter, Gita, gets back up to the roof. Helicopter's gone. Oh my god. No. I guess he's dead. Oh, but there she is. Yeah. But Cor- by the way, this is straight out of aliens. If I don't know if oh, you have right. seen aliens. Like there that's are a lot right. of aliens yeah. parallels in this movie. And this ending was straight out of aliens. Uh yeah, yeah. Going back <laughs> to for the rescue, yeah, the the misdirect. But like Aliens at least played it off where you thought maybe Bishop did leave. I mean, he's yeah. he is an android working for the company, and Sigourney's already been through all kinds of hell and and like shit where she's had to come up with Plan Bs and Plan Cs. In this one, there's n- I had no doubt that the helicopter was coming back. Yeah, it was definitely coming back. And it was the thing is it was played for su- such like. The movie expected that the audience would really believe that she just left, even though she had no reason to actually liked Batista's character and was a good, good, good guy. Basically, there's no yeah. reason for the audience to think that. And yet the movie still thinks it had tricked us into, ah, see, look at this great reveal. Look, like, no, you, no, you didn't. <laughs> Stop. Stop thinking you got, you got me. You didn't get gotcha. me. No, no, you, didn't. <laughs> you never I got me there, and you never will. Even in these prequels, and what have you? Uh, I I did like her saying, "Is that zombie wearing a cape?" I did like that though. That that had me laughing out loud because I thought the same thing too. I was like, "Is he wearing a cape?" <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't uh, laugh at that. Um, <laughs> you, you just wanted the movie to be over at that point. Oh, like, can oh, this just end dear God, now, yes, please, dear God. And when and when they set up, when they set up that shot after the helicopter crashes, survives a nuclear explosion mm-hmm. and shockwave. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. yeah. She both both Batista and his daughter somehow survived the crash. Yeah, yeah, that's realistic. Okay, okay. But and then they set up that they they thought they were doing Logan, the end of Logan. Mm. They really thought they were about to. All I heard, and I and I do apologize because I once they started talking about lobster rolls, I had to skip ahead. <laughs> I had to. I was like, no, they are not doing lobster rolls as a metaphor for love. I'm not going to let it. Lobster rolls. <laughs> and, and I did skip. I did skip ahead to a Mari scene, but I don't know what what were your thoughts on all the helicopter shenanigans? I actually and the like the the helicopter shenanigans. Yeah, clearly unbelievable. But I thought that she was going to like take his blood or something and try to sell it to Tanaka. 
Oh. But that didn't happen. And get some money from that. Did she but know about the Tanaka stuff? I, d- I don't know. In my mind, she did. But he You're, had try, you're trying to like, help the movie out. He just had a bunch of money on his body, like in one of his cargo pockets, I guess, and gave it to her. But. Yeah. And then in the background, we see some kind of what looked to be military helicopter, which apparently found yeah. her. How? Tracking beacon? No. Um... I Maybe guess they just, were monitoring the blast. I don't know. From mon- like you, they saw a helicopter fly out, and they were like, "Let's well, go investigate." But yeah. realistically, it wouldn't have been. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You feel like it would have? I feel like it would have been like a more aggressive helicopter. That's like a rescue helicopter. It was. Like they put like one of those helicopters. I don't know like, why no. you send a rescue helicopter into um, a place where a nuke just hit. Yeah, Doesn't it, seem like there's going to be much need for it. It was. It was confusing. And I, I really, like, if we rewind back to the Gita part again. I will not. It Just real quick. Like, Go for it. Why, why was she kept alive in the first place? Why? I, I don't so get it. So you think she was purposely I, I kept alive by the guard zombie? By, by King Zombie. He didn't bite her. They didn't do anything. Remember, oh, he just right. went in that room and like got real close to him and grabbed one's face? But then didn't do it. There. Like, oh my gosh! I didn't, what's the purpose? Was he going to impregnate them? What was he? What was his plan? Yeah. What was what? What was his grand scheme here? And then, of course, she dies. So the daughter's plan. The daughter destroyed everything for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Oh she, my gosh! That with was the daughter, amazing. daughter had to go off on her own rescue. Got everyone except herself killed. Well, that's yeah. convenient. <laughs> Oh, she gets man. to have this nice moment with her dad, the Logan, lobster yeah. old. Yeah, so that that happened. Um, I think the thing is, I actually really like lobster rolls, and I didn't want this to taint. damage <laughs> damage or taint my relationship with lobster rolls because I because I love them too much. Mm. But anyway, uh, so. And the most egregious thing, and this is where I was like, really saw Zack Snyder with the Joker smile, and not not any of the good Jokers. The original that photo of the original thing that inst- inspired the Joker from the like nineteen twenties. That really disturbing looking thing. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? No, and I don't want to look it okay. up. Okay, right oh, now. you definitely don't. But I'm going to text you later. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw him with that grin. Looking at me when I saw Amari crawl out of the rubble. <laughs> so, first, because I was actually concerned about it. And see, this is why I'm upset. Because I was concerned about him being stuck in that safe. Forever. And just dying. Forever. I was, I was going through like, man, I want, did he have the blueprints in the safe with him at that point? Do they build, do they build safety doors into safes That's in what I was case? Too. I was really, like, it's, it's going to be pitch black in there. Like what is exactly? He I was it? thinking like, about him using that little flat. I, I knew he had a flashlight somewhere in his cargo pockets. It's like, then worrying about like how much of the battery he's using. If he thinks anyone's going to come rescue him, is he going to go through this? I literally was thinking all of that. Yeah. And clearly I didn't need to. Yeah. Cause yeah. he, Somehow escaped a casino safe, crawled upstairs from underground, mm-hmm. pushed his way through 
um, a collapsed building, the remains of a collapsed building, and oh yeah, tons of nuclear fallout, and mm-hmm. I, and he's been bitten by a zombie at some point. 30 minutes carrying, earlier. Carrying like 75 pounds worth of money. Oh, maybe more least. than that. <laughs> Through the desert, shows up at a private charter airline. He had to be like, yeah, close to death. He got no water, right? Thought like, he had a trump card by putting a, stacks of cash on the register where she should have said, well, of course we don't take cash. No airline has for yeah, many, she should have many just years. Said, well, let me see what I can do, and called security. Yeah, the cops, cops and... show up, <laughs> arrest him. That, that's it see. for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me see what I can do. Have a seat over there, sir. And then you know, the army helicopter shows up instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> trank dart that hits him with a trank dart in the neck. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then there's, it's uh, more sequel set up. Which I yeah, really I mean, wanna... for that one, I wrote radiation, question mark. And then, like, <laughs> why did he take so long to turn? Not consistent. Like, he obviously should have been a zombie by now. Definitely, yeah. Like, it, it, oh my gosh. That, that ending, like, I was, like, kind of okay with the Batista, like, whatever. But this... This yeah. just left me with a terrible taste in and my mouth. And they showed they Ugh. showed the entirety of Amari's fight with Alpha. He got got his ass up. kicked, but he never yeah. got bit. Never showed him getting bit. I don't remember the bite at all because they didn't show it. That's why you don't remember it. They didn't show it in that scene. Okay, fine. He did at some point quickly, but. He did, but then, but then, when he looks at it in the mirror, that's the first time he's seeing it and realizing it that he's been bit. So you telling me? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not even. Yeah, just let it. Let I'm it, not. Just let no, it be. I'm, I'm not. So apparently, okay. Do you have any closing thoughts before we get to the prequels? I any? don't recommend it. Don't see it if you if you have. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing is, I'm not even sure that Netflix has any other real zombie content. I sort of assume they do, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I think they head. have another another Black Summer is coming out. I did see that another season. That's of that. right. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't that into that, but it's definitely better than this. Uh, YouTube has the original Night of the Living Dead. Even if you've seen it before, watch it again instead of this. Yeah. Um, That's true. Watch watch a good zombie content movie, TV show. After you know, instead of watching this, or if you did watch oh, this, Train to Busan. Need... Train to Busan oh, is yeah. on YouTube for free. There go, you go. Go watch that. That's an amazing zombie movie. Uh, but apparently, Netflix is uh. Actually, I wouldn't say going hard yet because they're yes, they're doing two prequels. Apparently, one of which has already been shot, and apparently, it's a prequel based around the German guy. The actor who plays the German guy also directed and produced it. I don't know how he got that deal. That's pretty amazing. Wow! But I was looking this guy up. He's apparently sort of a big deal in Germany. Um, okay. So I I guess that sort of makes sense, and he's directed other stuff. 
Uh, and apparently he's 40 years old, which is crazy. I did not see that. Um, he's definitely drinking his kombucha. Uh, that, that joke belongs in the, that movie. I'm going to leave it there. And they're, apparently they're also doing an animated prequel about Dave Bautista's character and his crew uh, that will be voiced by, uh, by the original cast, uh, in which I will also not be watching. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, and possibly a sequel. There's no official sequel announcement yet. I mean, most of the characters died, and I swear to God, if they do it around that daughter, I am canceling my mom's Netflix subscription that I use. <laughs> I, I will find a way. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to watch any of those prequels. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> you don't need it in your life? Yeah, there's no, there's no point. I didn't. I, yeah, no. Like the German one might lure me in just because I liked his character. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna be as funny if he's not playing against like those other right. hard asses. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he. I think he's the lead, and apparently, it's it's another heist zombie movie. <sighs> I don't, I'm, I'm not exactly let, I'm sure. Gonna it, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> let it go. Yeah, let, let's do the... I can't. I can't. Oh, man. Yeah. So... Don't, don't do it to yourselves. If you haven't watched it already, do not watch it. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, I like Zack Snyder as a director. I still do, still in all, because I do really like the stuff he did with the DC comic universe. I know a lot, a lot of people don't. Whatever. Yeah, you know what? I I think he was certainly re- redeemed when I saw the Snyder cut because it was a lot. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, so much better than the actual, the original one that came out. It, it was, made a lot more sense. It was so much better that I was like, why didn't they just go with it? Like, yeah, it seems like, yeah, like leaning on Joss Whedon because like apparently he had it pretty much done. And he just needed to edit it and. Just give them. I, I maybe they just needed to make that that, that deadline for, for the release date, and you know, of course, you know, he had that family tragedy. Um, okay, that's that's understandable, but yeah. but still, like, let's just push it a little bit. It's so much better. So much better. It's not even not even close. And even you know, people don't like Watchmen. I I really liked it, and I say that as a big fan of the comics for years and years before seeing the movie um i thought he did a great job with it i don't remember it that much but i remember i don't remember having problems with it right so i'll I'll stick i'll probably stick with Zack snyder and you know he's kind of a in a unique position in hollywood and yeah i don't know this one look everyone you know jordan didn't make every shot you know, I neither did Jamal Murray. So, so people and people still out here looking for Jamal Murray cards, apparently. So, uh. so, so go figure. What do I know? Yeah. What the hell? Uh, all right. Well, in, in closing, uh, eat something green. Yeah, eat something green. Don't see Army of the Dead. Drink a lot of water. Drink um. drink water for two and a half hours instead of watching Army of the Dead. No, don't do that. That's actually really dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Don't do 
Oh, Vince Vince Podcast. We out.